This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. When did you first hear the news of this latest horrific terrorist attack? Was it when you got into the car this morning and you turned your radio on? Do you wake up first thing and and look at social media on your phone, check the news feed? Is that when you first heard that 10 or so people had been killed in New Zealand while they were worshiping in mosques? An immigrant-hating white nationalist armed with at least two assault rifles and a shotgun is the suspect in the deaths of at least 49 worshipers attending Friday prayers at mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand. From when you first heard that news, the death toll has changed. The number has continued to climb throughout the morning and now into the afternoon. 48 people have been injured. That terrorist wore a helmet camera and he live streamed the massacre on social media. He also posted a 74-page manifesto on social media, identifying himself as a 28-year-old Australian. I won't say what his name is, but a 28-year-old Australian who was out to avenge attacks in Europe perpetrated by Muslims. From what we know, the gunman acted alone and says he chose New Zealand to show that even the most remote parts of the world were not free of, quote, mass immigration. Joining us now on the phone is Elizabeth Brown. She is a reporter for Radio New Zealand. Elizabeth, when you hear that quote, someone saying that they specifically targeted your country because they wanted to show that somewhere even as peaceful and remote as New Zealand could be affected by their terrorism. How does that make you feel? Um, well, New Zealand is absolutely heartbroken waking up this morning to the kind of reality of what happened in Christchurch yesterday. And I think, I think the Prime Minister put it rightly yesterday when she said, New Zealanders feel like this isn't us. We, um, we've never seen anything on this scale in New Zealand before. And she actually said, um, you know, we weren't a target because we're a safe house for fanaticism. We were chosen because we do represent diversity and kindness and compassion for those who need it. So New Zealanders this morning are waking up. Um, mosques are being flooded with flowers. Um, people are going to the hospital. Everyone is just wanting to come out and support the Muslim community. What kind of reactions so far have there been from politicians in both New Zealand as well as in Australia? Well, in New Zealand, um, the, obviously there's MPs from Christchurch who are on the ground um, helping support people. We've had a massive outpouring from overseas. We've had world leaders um, tweeting, sending messages to the government. We've um, had world leaders saying that they're flying their flags at half-mast around the world. The Eiffel Tower has taken its lights down, um, all to mark the victims of this terrible attack last Easter day. I imagine that yourself in your newsroom, you must still be trying to, to process what's what's happened, of course, so that you can report it as that's what your job is, but also on an emotional level. Yeah, well, I mean, yesterday when the news started coming out, it was, you know, there's a shooting in Christchurch and everyone thinks, oh, 
well, that's, that's unusual in New Zealand for a start, for there to be a shooting, because we do not have a gun culture in New Zealand, and we certainly don't have a gun culture um, with such um, powerful weapons. That has really shocked people, um, the weapons that were used in these attacks. But yeah, so people were like, oh, I wonder what's happening, and then it came out that it was a mosque, and we were sort of thinking, hmm, this sounds serious, and then the scale of the the tragedy just kept growing and growing and people were stopped on the streets looking at their phones, people were gathering together to talk about it. You know, New Zealand's quite a small place and degrees of separation are small. So um, the whole the whole country is feeling this immensely. Here we are on the other side of the world. We're located in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And even here, the impact is being felt so strongly that in Vancouver's oldest mosque tonight, there will be a vigil held for the victims in New Zealand. You talked earlier about even in Paris, the lights have been dimmed on the Eiffel Tower. Are you continuing to hear more reaction from around the world of people who are touched and heartbroken by what occurred on your island? Yeah, I know that I've seen um, some things out of Britain where mosques, um, um, Muslims in Britain particularly, are gathering. Um, I think the Muslims in New Zealand are receiving a lot of support internationally. Um, They've been quite quiet at the moment. They said that they're going to make a statement later today. And also, um, just in terms of what's actually happening in Christchurch today, I think the Prime Minister is due to give a press conference in about 20 minutes' time, along with the Police Commissioner, Mike Bush, and a man um, who was arrested yesterday is going to be in court at uh, 9am New Zealand time, which is in about 20 minutes. A conversation that we're having with our listeners today surrounds the publication of the video that was filmed during this heinous attack. I can tell you that here in Canada, our company's stance has been that we're not going to publish that video. We're not going to we're not going to share it on social media. We're not going to share it in our newscasts, and we're not sharing that manifesto either. What has been the reaction from news organizations within New Zealand when it comes to sharing parts or not sharing parts of that video and manifesto? So Radio New Zealand's policy is not to share that video and not to share any of um, information about that manifesto. Um, That was quite a clear policy that um, the organisation made last night. And without surprise, of course, considering this, the sensitive subject matter of it. And I think that, you know, as far as our listenership has said, you know, they don't need to see that video to understand how heartbreaking and how heinous this attack truly has been. Elizabeth, thank you so much for having this conversation with us today. I know that you're obviously a, a busy woman as this story continues to unfold. Before we let you go, what is the latest news that you can tell us from ground zero on how things are unfolding in New Zealand? Um, well, I guess ground zero in Christchurch at the moment, there are several crime scenes. So a lot of Christchurch is still sealed off today. Um, and also there's a lot of um, interest in the people that were injured in this because there were 48 people still in hospital, critically injured. Um, surgeons were operating through the night um, and I think there are some fears that the death toll could rise further. Elizabeth Brown, reporter for Radio New Zealand, thank you once again for taking out a moment of your now very busy day to chat with us here on CKNW in Vancouver. Thank you. That was Elizabeth Brown all the way from New Zealand talking about 
the heinous terrorist attack that has shocked and rattled her country. But my God, it's done the same to us here, hasn't it? 